You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. And welcome again to the Monster Sci-Fi Show. I'm your host, the Monster. And back with me, hey, it's me, Mr. Gene. It's a me. <laughs> it's, it's a, a me, Gene. Mario. <laughs> Wario. You know, I'd be Luigi, though. I think I would be. Yeah. No, you're more Wario. 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 Great. Like, not like not Yoshi. I couldn't. The, you know, the mushroom guy. No. I always play the mushroom guy. Well, <laughs> is it? Is that I, your character? I don't. That's. The one I generally lean towards. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. I think because you like taking mushrooms and getting high. I, yeah. uh, shiitake once in a while. Or, uh, you know. Shiitake. <laughs> You're full of shiitake. Anyway. All right. So for today's podcast, we are finally going to be talking about The Boys Season 2. And we're also going to do a BuzzFeed quiz. Yes. Because so. the one with Milan went so well. <laughs> Fans have been clamoring. When are you going to do more BuzzFeed quizzes on your podcast? Relating on other 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 uh, sites. Yeah, that's great. Sure. Let's just make it a thing. Uh, but before we do, let, we're going to play some kind of catch up just because it's been a while since we last spoke. What was the last thing we, we spoke about that we were on together? I think it's Mulan. Mulan. Okay. So it's been a while. You Two know. weeks. No, it's been... But life has a way. Oh, Jesus Christ. We're using that line again. (laughs) So, what have you been doing in these new normal weeks? Same thing. Caregiving for my mom. Going to the store. Cooking. I've I've cooked. I think I've I've mastered... I've I've gotten much better at can now make a passable stir fry. Which I'm very proud to hear that. As an Asian person, <laughs> congratulations! You make you learn to make your own Americanized food of your culture. That's that's great. Yeah, well, what, for me, I still can't do the the rice part of the rice and beans being Latin. <laughs> so it's it happens. All right. I'm still learning, and I know it's just two parts water, one part rice, and just that's it. How can you screw it up? I can. It's not that hard. Yeah, but your Dutch baby came out a lot, a lot better than my Dutch yes, baby. Yes, that's that's the only saving grace. Because <laughs> I've been doing a lot more Dutch babies, but not lately. Although, I need to get back into baking. Um, I want to try to do something savory for a Dutch baby. Yeah, that's a good idea. So, we'll see what happens. I mean, I, mine didn't work because I, I used too much something. And I, I tried to do the cinnamon scroll in the Dutch baby. More uh, complicated. Yeah. But this weekend, Mr. Gene and I... Did something. We did. <laughs> yes, Gene, we did. You were at a, my library program. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, that. Yeah, yeah. No, but we were, we, were, we were in the same room. We didn't do that. To, we, we did it together, but you together know, not in the forever. same room. Not, what would, why are we singing that Oh, my song? God, the Rick Ashley yes. song? It's not how Rick Rolling works. It's I know, I know. You have to start and then. Anyway, yeah, okay. So yeah, we did a Zoom program on uh, Sandman. Yeah, <laughs> which I was ecstatic that you got to be on it. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't. I just came out of nowhere. I'm like, 
when you're doing this thing, yeah, what, 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 what how many books are we doing? Okay. Yeah, and also it's like, it's sending a link. Are you sure? Because you have to register to get the Zoom. Uh, and I was there. Yes, you were. You were I, there. I wanted to do this. Yeah. I was like, this will be fun. And it was my first Zoom meeting. I'd never used the software before, anything. And Yeah. Although you did drop an F-bomb, which was like really kind of like quick, but I kind of caught it. <laughs> and luckily, since it wasn't recorded, no one really said anything. Or, or... Oh, so there's no recording of it? We just didn't? No. <laughs> Not going to use no, that? No. No. Uh, the reason why I... Remember, I had audio problems at the very beginning, uh-huh. and I couldn't get my virtual background working. I couldn't even get the record. So, like, I had many things going wrong on my end, mm-hmm. even though I've been practicing getting it all set up perfectly. So, there is no recording of it. So, I really can't well, that's do it. sad. It is so sad. We just did that for the ether and our own memories. That's exactly the, the, the point that I'm trying to stress. I'm like, I know that you're not supposed to uh, record. But these type of programs, book clubs especially, mm-hmm. is beneficial to have that so that you can play catch up so that, hey, in two weeks, catch up on us, what, where we're going to be in the next podcast or the next. Yeah, those, that would make sense. Right. So, but they're worried about the fact that you have the five year uh, recording time. You have to keep. So we're never going to be able to record our shows. Well, that's the thing. A like, Zoom well, program, program? We should, because this is a virtual. You're and it's a record- library. <laughs> no, no, it, it's a matter of storage. So if we do that, we could just do it on YouTube. YouTube will have no problems because we don't have to pay for storage. But you can't do that. I'm saying we should do that. Right, but. but- I, I'm just saying we have to say that. Okay. If we get there, we get there. But I think we need to get to there. I mean, what we just did this past weekend should have happened much, much earlier in the early days of COVID. Just having these times. Yeah, of- but we, we didn't know how bad it was going to get. I know. I know. But I'm glad to finally have this discussion on the Sandman series, which... I knew about it thanks to our mutual friend Rudy back in the days of Borders, who really pitched me hard on Volume Four, Season of the Mist, for the Sandman, which he meets Lucifer again, and I got really hooked on that. But I've never read the earlier stuff, so thanks to the Audible uh, version of the, the Sandman, I was listening to it on my trips up to Orlando, and also reading the book, and then. It kind of came all together when we got to have this great discussion, and mm-hmm. it was fun. I really miss that kind of interaction, talking about something. Intellectual like. conversations with yeah. people that know things about things. That and it's not just it. us. That's the main thing. It's not just There were us. other people. <laughs> there were girls. <laughs> yes, they were. Girls who knew more than we did, which is even about better. About nerdy stuff, which was impressive. <laughs> I'm sure your saposexual self was really excited. <laughs> But Melinda is the, the the one who really I I wanted her to kind of like really do this program because mm-hmm. uh, if you've heard it before she was on my Star Wars uh, final trailer reaction as well as the Star Trek Picard series and we talked about that versus and Nemesis and some of the graphic novels we had in our library collection she has a great wealth of knowledge on like Star Trek and other things and Sandman is like so much higher she had her own backdrop yeah like, i dropped it right, the virtual backdrop. Backdrop. Yeah. i was like wow okay so and but, she had a, a lot of source material yeah so you know we practiced about oh we should th- throw you know the hoopla video up there with the, the actual 
comic itself and we could look through it, which it looks more better. Right. Rather than just saying, on page 24, I'm like, there's no factual physical book. Right. But it's a nice point of reference to look at. And we had many good discussions just watching what Melinda was going through. And like, oh, the color scheme thing blew me away because that didn't happen to me until literally as I'm watching her scroll through the colors. Right, right. On the ones in Hoopla, it's completely different from the actual physical book, which is the earlier printing, which the color schemes are completely different. Right, and we're, we're discussing, uh, again, we we, uh, we had a Zoom meeting on uh, Neil Gaiman Sandman. Yeah. So. so, And we're breaking it up so that each month we meet twice, and each meeting we like, break the book in half. So we had issues one through four, and the next meeting is October 24th, issues five through eight. Okay, so, we're to finish that graphic novel. Yeah. And are we going to continue all the way through the, the whole 75 issues, do yep. you think? 10 whole volumes. So by the end of August of next year, we should be done. We're actually going to do this? I'm, I'm really, game? I'm, I'm game for this. And I'm really. The county's paying you. You're on the county's dime. That's, look, my, my two cents is that if you can do the thing that you love at home, but at work, and, and get paid pay for, for it? it, hell yes. Let's Why do not? It. I mean, that's that's the joy of why I love about doing a podcast is to have these kind of moments. But I'm like, I want to do this at work. And I know people that will love to do this, you know, and it does show because if you have passionate people talking about whatever they want, mm-hmm. it really helps drive the collection that we have in our library. So let's say for argument's sake, we did have the recording. If you got to see this and you were interested by our conversation, I bet you you will gone to our digital collection and either downloaded that copy mm-hmm. or asked for an actual physical copy to check it out. Do you want to put the uh, the future notes in the notes about our future Zoom meetings on Sandman and coming up in the future Dune? We'll see. <laughs> no one listening anyway. Exactly. Except Misha. Hi, Misha. <laughs> are you awake now? <laughs> or are you killing another tree? She kills trees. She, kills trees. She, she likes she likes clearing the yard. She's out there with a machete. She's got a really big pile outside of her. What was it? Machete? Mich- Misha Machete? Misha Machete. Or Machete Machete. Whatever. I don't know. Mich- no, it was Misha with the machete. Something like in but Clue. In the, in, in, the fr- <laughs> in the front yard. <laughs> in the front yard. <laughs> with her kittens. <laughs> whatever. So yeah, Melinda, um, when I started teaching classes... Mm-hmm. For other librarians, how to do podcasting. She was in my second group. So she um, loved the idea of this one show, which is the, like it's called The Minimalist. And her wanted to kind of reflect that lifestyle. Right. And wanted to talk about that as in her podcast as her topic. Like if she was going to do this, she wanted to do a series of that. I got it. So the benefit of that was her giving me the 1602 single issues of her co- personal copies in plastic bags and in boards. And I'm like, she's trying to live that <laughs> etiquette. And, and sticking with it. And, 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 and then I benefited from that because I'm like, I'll, sure, I'll take them. Um, so I, I was very happy to see them. And she donated her copy of Sandman to the library system. Right. So when I worked in at your branch, my old branch was outdated. That helped my collection. Oh, it's the South Bay collection, not your... No, no, no. That was was a couple of years back. 
But ever since then, you know, we we became you know good colleagues. So again, it was great to have her uh, discover the fact that she loved Star Trek when she was part of this learning circle. So I'm like, oh, we should do a Star Trek thing one day. Wait, she just discovered she liked Star Trek? No, no, no. I discovered that she liked Star Trek. Okay, okay, very good. Because again, it's not so much I'm the only Trekkie there. It's a matter of finding out how much do you know about Star Trek? Yes, of course. But but now that we know now, I mean, I'd rather just forget about Star Trek. To me, Star (laughs) Trek is dead. As long as Kurtzman is there, I'm not going to watch it. I just, no, I'm done. Yeah, I will not. No, I will. I will watch it, but not. I won't pay a single cent any longer. It's such a flip from like two years ago. Right. Well, it, again, the the new well, the first season of Discovery being now on free television, the ratings have been sucking like beyond. It's belief. on free television now. Yes. Why? Because there's no new shows for CBS to air, so they're filling it with old episodes of Discovery season one. And it's weekly. Oh. <laughs> because it's on regular television. Damn it. So, right, so it's, it's actually taking a programming space. Yeah. Wow. But it's not doing that great no, because it's, not, it's, not going it's to... losing out to like reruns. Look, I, I, CBS, you had this great franchise and you tore it to the ground. You burned it. It's, 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 it's Kurtzman's fault, I believe. Yeah. You know, he's, he's got to be the source. It's, it's, the cancer came from somewhere. I'm looking at you, Kurtzman. You know, it just. <laughs> Kurtzman. But I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm done with Trek. I'm done. Yeah. No, so. Catch up to it later. Much, but, much later. I, I can always go back. I can go back and watch right. the episodes we, of We DS9. have like over 50 years of Star Trek that we can peruse through, including books and graphic novels. But right. And fall in love with, with actresses that are, that no longer look like that. What's up, Jerry Ryan? <laughs> and yet you came back to Picard and we screwed your character congratulations <laughs> great job Kurtzman stop it <coughs> I didn't do anything You're killing me oh my god it makes me happy when I get you to choke Monty yes. I'm through laughter that, I'm, I'm glad I, I, I feel like I've achieved my job once uh, I do that living on the border of life and death you like to push me over that edge <laughs> <laughs> I always pull you back no you don't not always. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> what? No, you were jogging then, so I had to just, just you know to get you that cardiovascular exercise. You know the stopping of the heart. This, yeah, it was too late. That yeah, timing. Wow, James. <laughs> Sorry. Cut that out. <laughs> edit that out, please. Edit that out. Um, what else have we been, uh, been watching? Oh, me YouTube videos on, on Disneyland, a place I will never go to. <laughs> The during the pandemic, no, no, I know, but what like the like the history of old, yeah, the funk rides and and actually people there for some reason. I, I don't mind watching someone actually walking live through Disney World with the mask on, well, yeah, but they, they, you don't see the mask, they just you know, oh, I know this is what's going on. Look at this, look, ooh, look, t shirts. I'm like, uh, it's fine, I'm a Disney file, you know that, but I know, but can't smoke there, so can't go there, <laughs> but. I sent you a video, a link to a video about the Indiana Indiana Jones stunt spectacular, and it was something to the fact of, didn't we already discuss this? That, <laughs> like they still didn't even mention may all your days be Indiana Jones days because I was like, did I see this and I don't remember it? And I'm looking through this whole video like, are they going to say it? Are they going to say it? Please and please. 
Garfield. And they didn't. And again, you were disappointed. I was disappointed. <laughs> I'm like, come on. You used to disappoint me. Come on, man. We're adults now. Give me a break. God. Oh. Not the Nell Carter show. Give me a break. Did that poor goldfish. I know. <laughs> Give me a break. For me. Oh, and you're watching uh you're watching uh toy photo videos now, aren't you? Uh it's in in, in general. I am doing a lot of um action photography videos, learning how to do it with phones, um, different props like smoke bombs, fires, you know, fireworks, whatever, small scale atmospheric atmospherics, thing, yeah. Uh that I want to enhance. So, you know, I've taken some pictures so far and it's on my Instagram page, but I definitely want to kind of up it up more in a sense of what these guys are doing, like creating scenes, not just like here's this one pose, right? And that's it. I want it to be kind of dynamic and do something astounding. And yet you're going to use nature as your diorama. <laughs> Basically, I mean, it, what the stuff that I did up in Gainesville. I'm extremely happy, and I want to kind of recreate that in different settings, but it depends on the figures I have. Mm-hmm. So right now, it's just on those two characters, the the the, the samurai-inspired Star Wars figures, the Ronin's Boba Fett and the samurai uh, Stormtrooper, First Order Stormtrooper. When I get to open up my other figures, <laughs> I'll get to that point. Are you gonna are you gonna use any other figures? I mean, would you do that? Because I I know you really like these Star Wars ones a lot. Yeah, and it, you get the posability. That's what that's the thing. That's what's blowing me away is the posability. Um, they're super flexible to the point that I I can do many cool things. But those are very expensive figures. So even though the New York Comic Con had that sale of two uh, those figures for like hundred yeah. dollars. The one Vader, yes, but all the other ones, I'm just like, I, I was not crazy about Darth Maul or C3PO or that. <laughs> it, that doesn't work. You know, I don't see him with a fan. I'm like, no, he's a jokey character. I, don't I know, know but th- no. Okay. What I would like to see, and I wish they would do this, make Luke really a samurai. Have him dressed up in the samurai outfit. They there may be a reason you're getting all these costume characters though. Maybe the licensing to get his likeness. Even then, you don't have to do that. You can just like even like the anime version is never of Luke. That's fine. But I want a Luke Skywalker, but like an anime or I mean a samurai version of that. You know, or a Kenobi. Make... I would be cool with that. Yeah, Kenobi makes more sense. <clears throat> right, because this if it's this Clone War battles that makes sense. Oh. I don't know. Or Han Solo. I don't see a samurai. Uh, no, that's no, a ninja kind of scoundrel. What, what you... <laughs> Gaijin. I don't know what, what else you would call that. Uh, Gaijin. Gaijin, yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Oh. Mm. Um, but I am enjoying the hell out of it. So it's something that I definitely want to like the Zoom program. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Make that into a library program to do action figure photography so learning how to make your own little light box super cheap i want to teach that and hopefully one day when we're all able to be in person 
you know, go to our backyard in the in the library because we have a huge backyard and it's beautiful. So we can do a lot of cool things back there. Like I've I, never been to the backyard. No, you haven't. I have to show it to you when one of these. Wow. So is it like penned in, like little farm animals or just a whole open space? Like literally it's you can do a lot of cool things. It's like a nice little forest ish thing, shrubbery and all that jazz. Wow, okay, cool. So there was once we were trying to get like a trail to go back there. So that we could have like outdoor events back there. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. But again, taking a thing that you love to do outside of work, bring it into work and get paid to do that. That's the goal. That's People, what I that's want. what we want to do. That's what we're shooting for. Yeah. So again, it, it's something I have been hoping to do. And, and so far it's working so far. All right, so let's dive into uh, a couple of things with the boys. We started off watching, because I want you to watch the uh, behind the scenes on the boys. Right. And Aisha Tyler, who you don't know, was the moderator kind of for this small panel. And I wanted to show you that unlike other behind the scenes moderators, Mm -hmm. she was a lot more fun than anyone that I've seen lately. Yes, firecracker. Yeah. And the point that broke me was this discussion about if the deep fucks dolphins. And they had this big, long discussion. And it made, like, the cast really super uncomfortable, except for the, I guess, the executive producer. Right, the creator. Right. right. It was like, like, no, no, no. no, no, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take this question. This is all legitimate. This is all about science. None of you are here. So I'll just answer this. And it, I, I had such a coughing fit because it was just hysterical. The, the conversation you had about this one question because they're horny motherfuckers. They are. They'll, yeah. <laughs> the first time you open up their brain, they can talk. They'll tell you. Yeah, please jerk me off. But the, the the line that killed everybody is like the minute that when a dolphin ejaculates or something, <laughs> liquefy your insides. <laughs> And then everyone was like, oh, no. You <laughs> ah. and Aaron Moriarty was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I, was sure I, I heard that right. I was like, yeah. no, I was still reading the subtitles. Oh, my God. Okay. That's what it says. <laughs> I mean, everyone, except for those two, everyone was like, oh, my God. We went way over the edge. And again, what she brings to that uh, that panel is a sense of authenticity, authenticity because she is a fan. Whatever that is that she's going to be talking about, you can guarantee that she's up for it. She knows she about knows, it. She's right. worried about it, and she likes it. Right? Because she'll dig. Yeah. Um, and I'm not knocking Will Wheaton, but his ready room stuff—it's nothing like Matt Mora. I love Matt Mora. <laughs> I love Matt Mora, and and again, he was part of Discovery season one. Right. I love this stuff. I mean, he I tried. He really he, tried to make it fun. Loves, and it yeah. was great. Yeah. And yet then. When season two came back, they they replaced it, well, and no sign of Matt Moore, none none of it anywhere. Yeah, and I well. I wanted to go back. I'm like, oh fuck you, CBS, <laughs> stupid damn paper, not doing it anymore. Paramount plus my ass, <laughs> which is going to be the new thing. I don't know. All right, so but I again, um, it was kind of good to kind of have a really good hearty laugh just to kind of get in the mood for watching episode eight with you. Mm-hmm. Um. What were your initial thoughts for uh, season two up to episode I, I had problems 
continuing to watch it. I mean, you give me three episodes, fine. I eat that. I binge it. I, I want more. Wait, now we're gonna go weekly. Then you know you'd almost forget. Oh, Friday. What? Oh, wait. But other things happen on Friday. You know what I mean? So it. I took me a while, and I actually neglected it for a while because the first three episodes were okay. Mm-hmm. I love that big actual whale-sized thing they made. I thought that was the CGI. Fourth, no, no, the fourth episode. Whichever, I don't know. Yeah, does, because, you're right. I think it was the fourth. Yeah, which I thought that was like that's a great like kind of like midpoint. So kind of like right. wow, you build up to this. The deep is back, and he's riding the fucking whale. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna fail again <laughs> in spectacular fashion. And I was just like, "This is great. I, this is exactly what I've been wanting to see." That kind of like not sort of redemption for the deep, but you know, bring him back. I felt bad for his character at the end of season one, and I wanted to see, you know, he's going into this new kind of uh, Scientology uh, <laughs> church to see if he's going to be part you know, the deep, I mean, a part of the of the seven. And nope, yeah, no, that's that's empty. But I don't know. I I, I really didn't care about that much because it wasn't that uh, engaging. Right after a while, for yeah. some reason, I don't know if it was. I've, if I've got used to the violence in a year. I mean, it's been twenty twenty. It's been a bad year. We're desensitized to a lot of things lately. But I don't know. It didn't. It didn't really work for me. It didn't click. You know what I mean? It wasn't as exciting. And and like Homelander wasn't scary anymore. He was just creepy. creepy. <laughs> the milk fetish, I think, was just. It's a. It's very disturbing, to say the least. Only because of the the. The feeling or the, the 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 connotation that he had towards the milk, which which is the Elizabeth Shrew character from season one, right? That's that's why he had that kind of fetish but feeling. Still, I mean, just to take his character and just make him creepy, yeah. still powerful and strong, but just no, just creepy. Well, we all know he's kind of not all there. <laughs> well, he's 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 uh, insane Superman, basically. With no morality in my, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's the the trope they're trying to fill. Um, but I don't know. It's, I I know it, it wasn't as compelling anymore. It didn't pull me in. I was. I didn't think anyone was going to die. Yeah, I knew that the boys weren't going to. I knew everyone was safe. So there's no there's no panic anymore. Well. And sure, there's the the scene where Homelander imagines that he mows down all those people. Yeah. And yeah, you, know, you know you oh gore. That's okay. Gross. But it just wasn't that over, it wasn't that amazing, yeah. and so I really when you, we were going to do this, I was like, yeah, okay, I guess I'll finish it. There's only one episode left, I, and I didn't really care. But it it actually completed everything and it made everything come back. Yeah, it, it did. It cleared. It's, it's completely cleared all of its story hurdles. Right, uh, everything that you wanted, kind of, you know, with Mother Milk, you know, coming back to his family, um, Frenchie. And uh, what's her name? Kamiko, whatever. Right, right. <laughs> uh, are together, so to speak. Um, but I, I think the most touching thing, the, the sad thing, unfortunately, you know, Butcher doesn't have his wife, Becca. But that moment that he's, you know, he's he's crying over her. And, right. That was, and there's that, nothing else to do. Yeah. Just yeah, help. That's all. Yeah, no, there's no one there. Yeah. Um, because up to, up to that point, you know, there's so he has all this anger built up, but. I, I just love that it just gives you an emotional payoff. I was surprised on that because it starts in the little hanger wing thing yeah. they're in mm-hmm. when he changes the plan 
And it just, I was like, well, this is taking a long time, but you needed that yeah. to give you the emotional, uh, to give you that sandwich, to give you that adhesive, right? That emotion that, that sticks to you. So that even, even at the end, I mean, gosh, his kid chooses, chooses Billy. Right. You know what I mean? Homelander's kid. <laughs> and I don't, I still don't know what is his power. And cause he, he, he completely, uh, what the, the arms, does the Anakin Skywalker right. on, she, on, she, she on front, front. Right, well, it has the laser beam eyes, but we don't know anything. Well, because it just goes to white. It just and but he also killed his mom. Yeah. Through a, through a, through a, no, yeah. not his fault. Right. But an accident. Right. Something happened. He was looking right at it. Right. So but but what what was that? I mean, we don't know. Right. Um because again, he's the first hybrid human superpower being. That's natural, not with a compound V. So that's that's the uh, the contingency plan, because all the heroes were generated with a compound V. Right. Uh, but this was one that was just born without the need, like in a nursery, like you saw in season one, which I love with the baby in the background of that, Remember, that interview. Yeah, that you saw like Butcher picking up the baby with the laser eyes, just using the as a way to kind of escape. Yeah. Which is fucking hysterical. And I think that all the stuff that we loved in the first season, kind of like up to the up to up to episode four, that's when you kind of stopped. Right. And then it's just writing and, and character development, and which like, is not what you really want in a superhero Yeah. A surrealistic superhero yeah. parody show, I guess. I, I think I like the addition of Stormfront. I liked her snarkiness at the very beginning of her introduction like mm-hmm. this new person doesn't give a crap about all the others and then someone did a meme mm-hmm. of her Maeve the and, Powerpuff Girls yes which is like how can we not have seen this before <laughs> that is so brilliant but I will say seeing the climax of Maeve coming in and, uh-huh. and, and, and like all of them are beating the shit out of Stormfront that was funny that was like fantastic and it was just like, I think that was a reaction to the uh, to the end game shot of all the girls coming together. Like, no, 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 this is what would actually happen. Right? Maybe they'd all go to Thanos and kick his ass into the ground <laughs> repeatedly, kick over him. and over again. Kick him in the nards. <laughs> but it was fun to see that, and I, I liked. We had no idea what was going to happen. It paid off really well. Yeah, because during those last few minutes, we're like, we don't know what's going to happen. Right. You know, Rebecca takes out Stormfront's eye. I'm like, oh, you're going to die. <laughs> I hope you get a good scene at the end. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you don't survive she that. Did. Yeah. <laughs> she was burnt to a crisp, sort of. She was kept still alive. Yeah. And, and she's still being disciplined. <laughs> I really thought when we saw Homelander uh, uh, clearly whacking it off yeah. on screen. Uh, well, not, you know, facial wise, but I'm like, but even, but even from a distance, I he, wasn't sure. I'm like, is he ejaculating on someone? No, Stormfront's still. I don't. But think. that that was a thing that they cut out from season one that they he, wanted. I guess they demanded. Like, and if we're gonna get season two. We want to do this scene, right? But <laughs> um, if you want to see, perhaps it's the impetus that he's having a problem mm-hmm. that he can't. Then that's gonna be a frustration. That's gonna be building up. And that's going to be bad. Because if he can't have that kind of quote-unquote release, that energy is going to come out some someplace else. I'm sorry. He, he had a good thing with Stormfront, which was a weird sexual 
yeah. thing that was disturbing to watch. And yet I was like, wow, I can't believe it. They're actually stretching the boundaries of cable television or, or whatever. Just yeah. dreamy television. Actual sexual stuff. <laughs> just <laughs> That's not normal. <laughs> and just like, wow, that, okay. That's, mm. Yeah. But again, I'm cool with that. The only thing we still don't know is uh, Black Noir. If he's a vegetable completely or he's suffering still from... Unimportant. The, the, the main question is, what the heck is going on with the Congressroom and Newman? Uh, something like that, yeah. <laughs> she, she blew up the Fresca guy's head yeah. at the end. You want a Fresca? Oh, that shit's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, fuck Fresca. Oh, fuck Fresca. <laughs> it's a better line. I know. But that was the one thing at the right beginning. You want a Fresca? That I'm like, okay, what's the joke? What's the payoff with the Fresca? There's no payoff. <laughs> just fuck Fresca. We're just, uh, no, no, I know. I thought it was drugged. I don't. That's what I thought so too, because I thought that was like the um, like the or the metaphor of like drinking the Kool Aid. I don't but, think that Coca Cola would pay them any money to to put Fresca in there, <laughs> would they? Oh, that's ridiculous. Product placement. Fresca? <laughs> I don't know. The last person I knew that drank that was Higgins from like Magnum PI. Maybe he would maybe next season is gonna be Tab. I don't think so. Tab is pretty bad. You want a tab? Actually, <coughs> you enjoy an occasional tab once in a while. I do. I'm a very strange man that way. You travel back into the past? No, you'd still sold in Publix. Which Publix? There wasn't the past? <laughs> no. So overall. Yeah, I want to see what happens season three. Yeah, I can't believe, but I was completely, I don't care about this shit, but why did they close everything off so so solidly? It doesn't have to go for a season three now. You know what I mean? It, it, everything it, is closed. Compound Camp- Beads not being released. They closed all their story points. I, I guess if we want to kind of go ahead of ourselves and read the books, I haven't. It's going to be different anyway. I know, but some uh, like Stormfront, for example, was changed from a man to a woman, which a lot of, as Aisha called. I can't them. believe they, they they actually pulled up the Nazi stuff in like the last two two episodes. Like ah, Nazis. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I hate these guys. <laughs> <laughs> I should have sent my book to the Marx Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> but I did love Giancarlo Esposito. Mm-hmm. His line about oh, what is, oh, it's it's a white man's privilege. Yeah. Um, to to freak out or something to that effect. Brilliant line. His delivery throughout that show, he's fucking fantastic. Even in The Mandalorian, even back in Breaking Bad, even way back in Spike Lee's bugging out character, back in the what, 80s or 90s? I have to go back and rewatch it. I appreciate yeah. you reminding me. All right, sure, I'll go back and look at Lords of Perez's titties. Wait, wait, I'm sorry, wait. Oh, wait, he's in that too? Okay, I'll- but wow, what an amazing actor. The fact that he comes such a long way and is respected. Oh my God. I can't believe, you know, we have a talent like that. That sometimes those quiet moments where he doesn't have to say anything, just let the scene play mm-hmm. and he doesn't have to say a thing, speaks so much more to his acting ability. Than someone that has to speak constantly, <laughs> but he has presence. That's yeah, that's exactly. He what holds it is. your he holds your attention. Yeah, simply by being on the set and just I'm just going to say these lines the way I would say them, but you're going to watch me, right? Because I have this hidden power. Yeah, this magnetism. Like no, he's he's on. I wouldn't be quiet. We just yeah. This is what this term is like: making more with less. 
everything he has. Not a whole lot of screen time, but it's fantastic to watch. So yeah, and I was glad he got that scene called Urban too. I'm like, look at them, they're working together. Look at the <laughs> they get a scene together. Now that we're going to get a season three, we have the spinoff, which is gonna be a kind of college campus. Uh, I don't know. No, that's what it is. Uh college campus kind of like sponsored by Vought. All right. <laughs> so it's a sequel to School High School. What's the name of that movie? Oh, uh, high school, uh, Sky High. Sky High, but it's gonna be Sky College. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They all can't be winners, right, Gene? <laughs> no, keep throwing them out. Sky Two Year College. Sky Community, Sky Community College. Thirteenth <laughs> grade. Yay! Just go. Sky State University. This, uh, we should just let this go. Yeah. Let's not get <laughs> so, Amazon says, "Yeah, let's go ahead and do this." Uh, I mean, the boys for the season, despite it being having to be released weekly, was one of the better rated shows overall. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're not going to let that baby go. So, no, it's just keep you know. And yet, I'm I'm still curious. Like, wait, wait, Amazon. I knew you're doing the Lord of the Rings. You want naked people? No, let's clarify. Not people. (laughs) (laughs) Things you should not see naked, but they want you to see naked. Not naked hobbits. Hobbitses. No, please not. You you thought their feet were furry. Oh, (laughs) Oh, God, no. He's hung like a human. Sorry. You made yourself laugh that time. This yes, day. I did. Thank I just you. Sat here watching you. Like I thank me for that joke. Ha ha. Yeah. We can do this butt feet thing. Yeah, let's do this butt feet. But butt feet. <laughs> Please explain to the audience. All right. So we have just like in Mulan. If you listen to our Mulan podcast, and if you didn't, why didn't you? We are going to take another BuzzFeed. So this one says, everyone has a character from the boys that matches their personalities. Here's yours. So this actually was released on October 1st, so it's not that old. So the first question is, what's your greatest strength? And you have to pick, you have, I'm clever. I'm really clever. I'm really clever. I'm great with people. I'm really determined. I'm super smart. I'm good under pressure. And I have a big heart. With Eugene, yes, I would think you yeah. have a big you have a big heart. That's what I was going to pick. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's what I'm picking. What are you picking, sir? I'm not going to be that. I'm super smart. I'm saying I'm really determined. <laughs> okay. I'm being humbled here. Well, be honest. Honesty wins. Remember, we we learned that. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. This Which character would you rather team up with? We have Becca, well, she's dead. <laughs> Miko. I kind of like Kimiko. I had no idea that she was Katana from the Sun. That's uh, okay. Squad. Mallory. We have Frenchie, Mother's Milk, <laughs> and Madeline, who's also dead. <laughs> he's, he's, here, he's here via Amazon, apparently, for some reason. Via Amazon, yeah. I uh, if I'm gonna go with a soup, I might as well go with Kamiko. 
I'm going to pick Becca because I like Becca. All right. Uh, no, I'm doomed. You're, you are. I'm going to be killed. <laughs> What's your greatest weakness? My ego. My temper. <laughs> I'm too trusting. I'm impulsive. I'm selfish. And I'm a pushover. Huh. You go first. Uh, Jesus. I can't say I'm a pushover. I can't say I'm selfish. Temper, no. Maybe. Just pick one. I'll just find. It's a stupid quiz, I know. I'll go with my ego. All right. I'm going with my temper. Which I now have after caregiving for so long. Yeah, I know. All right, which member of the seven would you rather fight? Oh, Stormfront, A Train. Well, he's got a bad heart, so if we yeah, punch him in the he's heart, he's fast though. Yeah. He rips off people's arms by running into yeah. them. Uh, you have the deep. Give him a fresca. Yeah, Homelander, Queen Maeve, and Black Noir. Who would I rather fight? Yeah, I think these are. Well, most of them will kill you. Stormfront would kill you. Homelander would kill you. Black Noir, well, you know his secret now. He's allergic to nuts. Yeah, I would go with that. If we know the nut allergy, mm-hmm. we'll go with the nut allergy. Because at least I have a fighting chance. If you know that. <laughs> just... Rub yourself with peanut butter all <laughs> over your body. He won't touch you. He's got knives. He's got swords and shit. Doesn't uh, I don't know. Whatever. Sure. A, a good pistachio. Okay, go. go. <laughs> pistachio ice cream. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you were a soup, what power would you have? I'm, pick- I'm picking Queen Maid for that one. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. Uh, that was the last question. So, if you were a soup, what power would you have? Superhuman strength, mind reading, telekinesis, shape-shifting, manipulating weather, or manipulating time? <laughs> In this day and age? Yeah. It's manipulating time because <laughs> I want to have. I want to know who's going to win the fucking election, when the Why? cure is coming. You're not going to gamble, or, or uh-huh. oh, I could do that too. Go no. back to 1985, <laughs> <laughs> hop into that DeLorean. No, I would go back to somewhere in time and find out. You know that song will follow you. You know, I know. Just don't hold that penny, um, and just like prevent this from happening. How? How are you going to prevent a pandemic? Look at 12 monkeys. Your answer's there. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 12 monkeys. That funky monkey. 12 monkeys. I'm going with mind reading. Mind reading. Really? Uh, It's my fetish. Whatever. Keep going. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, If you can live anywhere. You mentioned this earlier. Uh, Where would it be? Somewhere safe, like a small town, not Miami. <laughs> no. Somewhere exciting, like a big city, not Miami. No. Somewhere peaceful, by the ocean. <laughs> Somewhere quiet, it's like nice. the suburbs. Yeah. Somewhere uh, I'd make a difference. That, yeah. Or somewhere adventurous and far away. I know what that sounds like. <laughs> Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, minus the ocean. Uh, I'm going with the suburbs. You're not doing the adventures in a far away? No. Come on, that's, a, that's exactly what Orlando's like. 
All right. Finally. Which team member would you rather be part of? The seven, the boys, (laughs) both, or neither? (laughs) That's an interesting question. I will pick neither. Yeah, me too. I want to be... I want to be out of this shit. I don't want to have my always looking over my shoulder. What'd you get? I got Huey. So did I. (laughs) (laughs) Read it aloud to everyone so they don't have to do this. You're smart, kind, and determined just like Huey. People often underestimate you, but you're a force to be reckoned with. You want to make a difference in the world for yourself and for everyone else. And you're, and all, sorry, and are always willing to get your hands dirty to make it happen. And gosh darn it, people like you. Unless <laughs> you like Billy Joel, and then you got. Oh, gosh. That was the one thing that kept running. It's like, how many times they're going to be hearing Billy Joel throughout this whole and season? And they explained it. And explained and, it well. Yeah, and like, oh, my mom's not dead, by the way. So we can <laughs> add her to the roster if we want to coming up in the show. Yeah, but I felt bad because I understood coming from my childhood that my dad also was not that kind of person that I got along with. So he was kind of out of the picture pretty early, but I'm like, I understand what Huey was going through, <laughs> that he felt really bad that, you know, maybe it was something about him. I I don't know. He was just taking it hard, too hard on himself. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know, that, maybe that's why he's so clingy to the people that he has because he doesn't want yeah, to Yeah, I was go. glad they finally gave him something to say, something meaningful. Yeah. They, everyone got their little Nice finishing arc. Right, exactly. Although, um, the thing with, uh, what's her name? Miko? No. Becca? The, his Mallory? Gr- Huey's girlfriend. Huey's girlfriend. Robin? Uh, the star. A star, right. Uh, shoot. <laughs> Starlight? I go Starlight. Starlight, okay. That she got the cross and she started to wear it again. Yeah. So, again, little redemption thing, but she kind of like, no, this religious shit is all fucking ridiculous. Right. You know? But towards the end, everyone kind of got back to the thing that they were, or at least in a better place. Anything weird about this season that you were like, whoa, I can't believe they did that? Oh, the dick thing. The dick thing? The, the dick thing. The black, well, not black thing, but the The big, prisoner guy that The prisoner, grabs, but the big dick. <laughs> just wrapping around. Tentacleizes. I think Mother's Milk. Yeah. I know, like, he doesn't want to talk about <laughs> this. Cross back in, you're like, oh, my God. They did that. I mean, that was a lot to take in. Just, at least you know he's not Jewish, you know. That's how detailed this dick was. Oh, God. Um, but, again, I think if we're going to compare first season versus second season as far as shock value... Mm-hmm. Nothing compares to the shock value for season one. I agree with the, with the plane. Everything. Yeah, that first three or four episodes, you're scared. You're yeah. just living scared in that, that universe. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Yeah, these people are terrible. So now we got to this point. It's like almost like the boys that you're dealing with this new norm, so to speak. That the violence is. Are, you're going to be dealing with this. Be prepared to kind of deal with this on a daily basis and i don't want to do that like we're doing right now with covid and all that but yeah hence why i don't want to be part of any of this group you know mm. it's just, it's very surreal very visceral mm. but but it was entertaining at the end in the end i, I don't regret the eight hours i gave it no of my time no i again if it, the, the season didn't end on the way it did 
it would have been lost to me because up to season till up to episode that last four, episode right well, up to episode four I was in after that from yeah five, I got bored I got yeah. bored too I was like I don't I don't care about these characters anymore yeah. it's kind of a joke it's not going anywhere yeah so except for you know a couple of moments here and there it was like come on guys bring it bring it bring home. your A game come on or your A train fuck Fresca. All right, so on that note, I think we're good because I think we can't talk about anything else. We did enough. Yeah, I think that so. was good. Oh, uh, well, you actually went to a movie theater and saw a movie recently. Which I have to talk about Tenet soon. So that was fun. By you were by yourself, completely, <laughs> the, the whole theater to yourself. Yeah, because you know how you can now rent a, yeah, a theater for $150? Yeah. Uh, like $10. I got the whole place to myself. <laughs> I will say, walking in, mm-hmm. and you know the MacGuffin bar, mm-hmm. like there's a guy looking at me, like looking at me, like he was like people, like the guy from The Shining. No, like the people, like the people, people like people under the stairs, mm-hmm. like where the are you? <laughs> this weird feeling because it was like, you know, I got to like text like a half an hour before I went to the movies, mm-hmm. like games. Hey, if you want your snacks, let us know. We'll get it all prepared. That's for you. creepy. Yeah. They knew what I was coming. And I'm like, no thanks. They baked the cake. It was yours. <laughs> it's got your name on it. Come on. So, yeah, I- I'll talk about Tenet soon. Um, but I have the sci fi news sometime on Friday release, as well as this one. So it's two podcasts. All right. Look at us. We're making something. <laughs> Look at us. Look at us. Here we are, face to face, a couple of silver spoons. No, is that it? Here we are, face to face, a couple of silver. No, we're not. Keep going. All right. No. Don't tell me to keep going. You need to stop. Close the portal. Close the portal. (laughs) That doesn't look like a party. All right. So, uh, (laughs) um, anything you're looking forward to as far as uh, series now that we've done with the boys to kind of pick up on? Cobra Kai season three, <laughs> which we are going to be talking about Cobra Kai season one and two. We're going to review on that, but we're going to release it on a very specific <laughs> day in December. And if you see the opening, Hope I think it's the opening shot. All right. The opening shot, it will tell you what day that podcast will be released. So if you haven't seen Cobra Kai, go watch it. And you see that opening shot gives you the date in December. That's, you know, what this podcast is going to be released. you're an uber dork sometimes. Okay, it's fine. Hey, just, it's Blue and Ash Day. <laughs> yeah. When is it? I'll give you extra points if you can tell me the date. It was again. like August 11th or something. Never forget, but Ooh, I did forget. Because yeah. <laughs> I did it with one season. I know. One year, you wanted to do something. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. No one cares about no. Blue and Ash Day. It's Chevy Chase moments like this. <laughs> All right. So, um... I'm definitely, now that I'm done with the boys, I want to check out uh, Cloverfield County. Cloverfield County. Oh, my God. I'm crossing the streams here. <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at you. I, I don't know. No, the... Uh, Use the words in your head, Monty. HBO Max series. Uh, okay. Uh, we were just talking. by Wolves or the, well, the Lovecraft? Lovecraft County. Okay. God. Damn it. 
I'm really tired, and it's nine thirty. It's almost time for my bedtime. Wow! But then again, okay, we had then. we had we had a long day. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Love Lovecraft Country is going to be the next one I want to review, as well as Raised by Wolves. Um, okay. So we'll, uh, we'll figure it out. My PlayStation Four died. I'm not sure what I can do. <laughs> not going anywhere. <laughs> Have a Snickers. <laughs> my PlayStation died. So, on that note, if you have uh, any thoughts you want to share with us. You were going to give a, a bag of something away, weren't you? A bag. You're going to say that for later. Never mind. The candy that you got. At the oh, Walmart. that's for later. Oh, sorry. Wrong wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're, real quick. Gene and I were doing, uh, like we always do, is go to different stores like Walmart, Target. We, we action figure shop. It's fine. GameStop. So, we came across... Um, no display of Wonder Woman. All the toys gone, gone, gone. When's the movie coming out? Never <laughs> gone. And luckily, when I saw this many weeks ago, I bought a couple of figures, or at least a couple of um, full price figures. Full price figures of whom? Was there a Wonder Woman? No, no Wonder Woman. No Wonder there. Woman. Well, no. Well, no. They had a cheetah. Mm-hmm. I bought her at full price, which was like twenty dollars. Yeah. And then we looked in the clearance aisle. Today. Exact same figure, ten dollars. It was marked got? as clearance, and the movie has not come out yet. So the only one that was, which I didn't buy, is the Kristen Wiig's character of Cheetah, but just in her normal outfit, for regular human form. You didn't buy that? No, I did. Hey, I know you. Did. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. that was and that was eight dollars, but that's only because the packaging was kind of yeah, bad. And you, and Kristen Wiig's fun. Yeah, it didn't matter. So with that. They had the Wonder Woman Sweetheart Ropes, <laughs> which is the golden lasso. It's about, for some reason, you like. You have a really weird sweet tooth, Monty. Yeah. So, and it was because I went to the, that AMC that I saw a tenant in that they had the Sweetheart Ropes. And I tried it, <laughs> and I'm like, this is really good. Because normally, I'm just like, if I'm going to do Twizzlers, uh-huh. I'll do Twizzlers. Fuck you if you like Red <laughs> Vine, because that's God, ridiculous. that's language. It is. It's a very div- divisive thing because, like, Twizzlers is like an East Coast thing, whereas Red Vines is West Coast, but it's impeding on the East Coast. I'm just saying, know your lane. I know that. I, I like them both. Right. Um, but I saw that Wonder Woman was doing this promo with Candy. I'm like, that's brilliant. So it's the Golden Lasso. So it's the exact same thing as the regular Sweethearts rope, but it's orange. Right. Like a golden and tropical fruit flavor. Tropical flu- fruit flavor. So yeah. Hooray! So. <laughs> Another pointless story that went nowhere. <laughs> no, because those are all a dollar apiece. All right. So it's I guess sad story. It's a but the sp- savings. The savings to pass on to, to you. you. <laughs> <laughs> but whenever we get to see Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. These candies, <laughs> stale though they'll be, stale though they are now. I will plan to hopefully give them as giveaways to our listeners. If you want to be so bro, 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 brave, brave, if you want to be so brave to Mar- listen, like Miranda, yeah, be brave like Miranda. You loved that movie, didn't you? Brave? No, I didn't. I know you I hated, hated that funny. fucking. I know. <laughs> two different fucking movies. You know exactly. In one. In yeah. one. The minute the fucking bear happened there. I'm like, this is a, a brother, brother bear. bear. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Pixar, you ate this shit. Disney dropped this a few years ago. What are you doing? This? Oh my god. Anyway, Whatever. so again, 
we're we're buying stuff for much much later on future podcasts on whenever it gets released are we gonna do bill and ted are we, are we... i have the first movie and i have to uh, i can't find the second movie in my library i'm gonna have to i think it's i think it's on imdb okay if okay. it's on there then we can do that and then we'll do bill and ted okay. uh, sooner than later because i need to kind of get that done. okay yeah i got it yeah go through it again yeah and it'll be cheaper by then it's still 1995 that's isn't weird. it i don't know i don't yeah not on my high priority list but if that's our next thing then we'll do our next thing with that all right so all right so we'll know thank you very much for listening to us oh before i do that so if you have any comments or questions let us know email us where gene uh a certain point of view no <laughs> Don't remember, oh you God. never taught me our email address. What are you talking about? Taught you <laughs> from a certain point of view. What kind of email is that? <laughs> At who? Yahoo.com? Oh MonsterSciFi.com? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God, you never Gene. asked me this one before. Yes, I have. Do I have to bring it up? Yeah, I guess so. I'm going to have to bring it up. <laughs> what? You will be taught a lesson. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. You can email us at the Monster Sci-Fi Show. Right. Okay. At gmail.com. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was a 50-50 thing. It was just thrown darts. Yeah, All I right. know. It's either that or what? Live.com or Hotmail. Right, I don't know. All right. So... Follow me on the various social networks. So thank you again to Jane for making this podcast happen. Hooray, I'm here. Huzzah, I'm really here. <laughs> so thanks for listening to us and to the Monster Sci-Fi Show. It's sci-fi from a certain point of view. Thank you, Jane. <laughs> you're not even pointing at me. You're just staring I, 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 I'm just letting you know, man. Yeah, I'm setting man, it up for you. On, We're done. Bye. Bye. We are the Cigar Nerds Podcast. Do you like cigars? Great! We've reviewed cigars while talking about movies, TV shows, science, and pop culture news. What? You don't like cigars? Great! Because we also talk about science, movies, TV shows, and whatever's going on in the news. It's what we do. We smoke cigars, and we know things. Find us on CigarNerdPodcast.com. We're also on the ESO Network. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.